like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, findings, all that other good stuff. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, MoneyMattersTopTips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Todd Buckner on the line. He is the managing partner over at BXC Partners. Uh, Todd, welcome to the show. Hey, Adam. Uh, nice to be on. Thanks for having me. So I'm excited to get more into exactly what you're doing at BXC Partners and how you're helping your clients. Um, but before we do that, let's get a, go back in time a little bit. Um, how did you get started in business, Todd? That's a great question and, and really timely. As uh, this time of year, it seems like we're, I'm always being uh, asked to interview with potential interns and obviously with what's going on in the economy, lots of people are trying to explore different paths. But when I look back on my, my experience in Canley, I kind of just bumped, uh, uh, went through a number of different iterations coming out of college, really didn't have any sense in terms of what I wanted to do and remember that my uh, father and mother had encouraged me really to reach out and meet with, you know, close friends and people that I admired. And so when I began that journey, it really started with uh, two people that had a big impact. One was the head football coach that I played for, uh, Coach Dunlop. Uh, that was a, an area that I really thought that I wanted to explore. And in talking with Coach, uh, he was so candid and so honest, and he really talked about the grind and the journey and some of the things that it occurred during his period, and as I listened to him and thought really about what I want to do, I just didn't feel like that was a great path. The second person that really had a big impact for me when I graduated from college was an individual by the name of Ken Sanford. Ken was a, uh, a developer who had really started a company from scratch, and what I really admired about Ken is that he was not only a leader in our community and state, but he was very humble, and, and the thing that he really highlighted was the importance of being sur surrounding yourself with great people. And he said, you know, particularly as you're coming out of college, he said, regardless of what industry or what path, always make sure that you align yourself with great people that you admire. And if you do a great job for those people, uh, good things will happen. And you know, today, looking back, you know, 25 plus years, uh, those words are as valuable, uh, or even more valuable, looking back and seeing how my career has progressed. So, Todd, it sounds to me like, you know, mentors and mentorship has had a big role in when you were getting started out and possibly now in your career. Uh, what kind of advice would you give to the, you know, the new college grad or maybe they didn't go to college and they're just getting started out in the workforce and they're thinking about, you know, how do they seek out those right mentors? Um, what, 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 what advice would you give them? You know, it's, it, it's such a great question. And again, you know, timely. The thing that I encourage people to do is to really start with people that you know, right? And that could be as, as, much, as easy as a father of a best friend, um, a coach, a teacher, uh, somebody that, that's local. And the key to that, those engagements are to really go into those meetings prepared. So understand, you know, some background information in terms of where those people, how they got started, and really use those initial conversations as opportunities to start building your network. In today's environment, I think it's even easier because you've got a tool like LinkedIn, which really gives you access to the world. And your ability really to connect and get focused and use technology to do that 
it's far greater today than it ever was back when I got started. Man, I love that answer. And really because um, I think a lot of times people overcomplicate things, especially when it comes to thinking about mentors or other things. They don't understand the people they know. I was having this conversation the other day with somebody that was telling me, you know, um, they were looking for a mentor and they didn't know where to go. And, you know, they're giving me all these other things. And I just asked them, I said, hey, do you do your own taxes? He's like, no, I go to H&R Block. I'm like, I, I bet you your ta- that the guy that does your taxes knows a lot of people. <laughs> he probably does taxes of somebody that you would want to be introduced to. Maybe give him a call and ask him, hey, you're looking to get into wealth management. Do you do any wealth managers' taxes that you could introduce me to or that you think are good people that I could just have a cup of coffee with? You'd be surprised. But if you don't, if you look, if you just look at what's literally in front of you, um, you're, you'll you'll find a way if you want to. Um, so I love that um, advice to look local. Um, let's uh, let's switch it up a bit, Todd. I want to talk more about what you're doing over at uh, BXC Partners. So, what kind of clients are you helping, and what are you helping them with? So, to give you a little bit of context, I'll tell you a little bit about my background because I think it will help uh, give more meaning to that. You know, I was fortunate in that. After I, you know, kind of initiated my job search, I, I really tried to use that idea of surrounding myself with extraordinary people and extraordinary uh, people. And, you know, as I look back on my career, having spent 17 years at Credit Suisse, half in investment banking, half in private banking, the things that I really most valued were that idea of being around extraordinary people. And so when I look at BXC Partners and where we're trying to, to head, it's this whole idea of how do we identify those extraordinary people that have a unique vision and then leverage our network, our capital, and our experience to help them execute on that vision. So that really is, is where we start. Um, after uh, we founded the company two years ago uh, with the help of two large families that have basically provided us the capital, since that time we've really focused on three areas. One, we've been working with um, wealth management firms and providing uh, growth capital to help them execute and grow on their, their business. Two, we've been helping uh, financial advisors that work at wirehouses uh, transition into being independent. And then three, we've been working with a number of family offices and helping them really turn those family enterprises into uh, commercial entities. What do you think about um, the trends in that industry? Uh, so meaning of, of, you know, going independent or what's going on in the wirehouses? I'm just curious in your take on that because you're right in the middle of it all. It's such a great question. I mean, I always start with the fact that I really believe the industry is broken. And so if you, if you talk to most people, it's very rare when people say, gosh, I love my, my wealth management, my financial advisor. And sadly, when you talk to most financial advisors, there's very few that say, gosh, I just love it. And, and what uh, I think that creates an enormous opportunity, just A, because of the, the legacy infrastructure in a lot of the wirehouses, um, B, the opportunity to transition from those old legacy systems into this new world using uh, the technology, I think is just extraordinary. Um, you know, recently we've seen two, I think, pretty profound events. Uh, the first is the fact that a company that was started just 10 years ago called United Capital uh, was able to sell itself to Goldman Sachs for $750 million. That in and of itself was extraordinary, but what it, I think it really did is it validated the opportunity that even an old line firm like Goldman Sachs recognizes that the wealth management firm is changing and they're out willing to put 
not only their their time, but obviously a lot of capital to make a bet to help transform the industry. The second opportunity that I think is, is really interesting as you think about financial advisors at a lot of these wirehouses is, a, is a, a group of individuals that originally formed a company called Luminous Capital back in 2008. This group had worked at Goldman Sachs and Merrill Lynch and then had transitioned to going independent in 2008. Uh, in 2012, they sold themselves to First Republic for $125 million. Interestingly, just last week, they ended up uh, leaving First Republic to again start and go independent. And so when you look at those two uh, examples and stories, I think it's very clear that there's change afoot on the independent side, and I think we're going to continue to see that trend uh, continue to accelerate. Yeah, and I, I love it. I, I, I just, my personal bias is that um, it's not that, you know, the larger institutions can't or don't do a good job. It's just that our innovation is is probably not going to come from the larger institutions. And when there are good integrative practices, you know, like any other any other field, they'll be acquired, just like some of the things that you mentioned. And then that will then allow some of the larger organizations to implement some things in their own practices, so which make it good, in my opinion, for the end user um, being the client um, in general over time. So I think it's just positive, a positive note for the entire um, the entire industry. And I, Goldman Sachs keeps coming up, and I love that because they're actually, what, I mean, when I was growing up, I, I used to think of them more as the kind of the stodgier or the, you know, the old, the old realm, you know, 140-year-old firm, definitely not known at that time when I was when I was coming up in wealth management for being groundbreaking. But little things like them not um, what I see in the news, that them not requiring, you know, suit and tie after all of those years, or things like that, like little things like that, they keep coming up as, uh, in my opinion, as uh, kind of changing and becoming a little bit more um, on the cutting edge of what's going to happen in this next uh, this next cycle, I would say. Um, what do you think about uh, fintech advancements in general? So meaning um, now the, you know, just with technology, like practice management, um, investment management, all these other things, um, what, what, could you comment on that? Yeah, it's, it's a great question. And it's one of the things that I think is really going to accelerate this transformation. And if you look just kind of big picture, there was over $20 billion invested in the fintech last year. Uh, and, and those really are, uh, technology enterprises that have some sort of unique niche solution vision, what they lack is really utilization. And, and where I believe the rubber is going to meet the road and what United Capital really validated was this idea of taking uh, pretty plain vanilla off-the-shelf technologies, customizing those with open architectures and APIs, and then stitching those together to create unique user experiences. I think that trend is, is like I said, is is here and now it's at a point where it is not overly expensive to in fact do that and so i believe it really is going to be a golden era not only for advisors but more importantly for clients as this technology becomes becomes more and more prevalent and more and more customized to deliver the types of solutions that people are really looking for i love it um and i and i agree uh so what what's next for uh bxc partners todd so what, what's on the horizon what are the plans well, your, your timing is great on this call. So we are, uh, uh, at the end of this week, going to be announcing uh, a major investment in a uh, uh, RAA that's a little less than $2 billion that we think really brings to bear some of the best technology out there combined with a number of interesting advisors. And we think that 
infrastructure will really allow us to go out and not only continue to uh, help advisors grow their practices and provide great client experiences, but we think it also is going to be a great incubator for a number of these technology solutions that we think uh, are going to become more and more prevalent uh, going forward. So we couldn't be more excited. Uh, lots of opportunities. You know, our guiding light uh, continues to be to surround ourselves around extraordinary people and to be helpful. And you know, we always joke that we have to uh, meet with 100 people in order to find that that, that one rare person that we want to work with. Uh, but that's going to continue to be uh, where we're focusing our time and energy. And so, Todd, if somebody's listening to this and if they want more information on BXP Partners, uh, what's the best way for them to reach out? Easiest way is really to check out our website, uh, bxcpartners.com, or you can always feel free uh, to shoot me an email at todd at bxcpartners.com, and I can certainly channel you to the right person. But, you know, Adam, really appreciate you uh, having us on and uh, look forward to further conversations. Absolutely. And uh, thank you for coming on, Todd. And to the listeners, as always, uh, thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Uh, leave me a review. Do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really appreciate it. And uh, Todd, thanks again for coming on.